Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Lee Clark. Joining me, as always, my faithful buddy, Zach Martin. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I threw that you suck in there because that's, that's exactly what happened the other night. was just a you suck. I know we didn't do a pregame or postgame show, so before we get into breaking down tonight's game against the Capitals, we'll talk a little bit about the game the other night. And just in case anybody missed it, hadn't got caught up on it, we've got a, a quick clip here to play y'all to catch up and then we'll run down the game from the other night and then get on to the Washington game. The Lightning battled the elements and a rugged schedule to produce a winning road trip and have made it home to Amelie Arena for a quick turnaround meeting with the Hurricanes. However, it's kept in by Slavin. Slavin doesn't have a shooting lane as Point stays with him out in front. They score. Brock again converts on the Williams centering pass. They waited and waited and got their chance, and they convert for a one nothing lead. They decided to go in a different direction with the captain, but it even surprised Williams a little. And Williams part of their 06 Cup team. And they score! Victor Hatman rifles at home. The Lightning tie this game up. And Williams very active the early minutes of this game. Gord, moving that bucket off, point stick, quick shot, they score! Coming right off the bench with Sebastian Ajo. Stole that puck as it bounced off point stick and found room behind Vasilevsky, 2-1 Carolina. Point joining him, he gets jolted by Ajo. Strawman moving in, he fires, scores! Puck retrieval behind the net. See both guys working, both block and then point. Then watch in front of the net, there's Strawman top of your screen. Tyler Johnson's there. That's pretty much a full-on screen and a nice redirection. Now 10 goals since December 1st for Tyler Johnson. Right near you, Skinner ends up with a scoring chance. Braden Point steals the pass out of the zone. Cuts in along with Palat and Johnson. Now to Dodson. Shooting! That's off the post. Johnson fires. Save by Ward. Rebound. They score! On the initial attack here, Braden Point takes it deep. And then... Dotchin, who had just come on, gets a great chance off the pipe. Cam Ward robs Tyler Johnson. He made a tremendous glove save, but look at Johnson stay with it. Here's the, John, the Dotchin chance. It was redirected, clank, right off the post. Watch Tyler Johnson. Terrific hands to get that great first chance. You can see the great save by Ward, and then Tyler Johnson followed over backwards, gets a little bit of help there. I think it went off the defensive leg. It's good to have balance in the rotation, as they say in baseball, a lefty and a righty. Here's the Hurricanes back in the power play, and they score. Justin Falk with a wicked wrist shot. And now the Hurricanes have tied this game at three. Ahead for Rath. He was pressured by Stamkos, and Kunitz gets that puck under control. Now to Strawman. 
from the angle, looks for a shooting lane, can't find one. Now Dahlbeck poked it free, Kunis scrambling after that puck in the corner, and it comes to Kucherov, walks it, fires, saved by Ward, and it's good! Chris Kunis! He follows up, and the Lightning have a 4-3 lead. They're going to check for offside here. I just looked over at the Carolina bench, and they're going to take a look. But I was just about to say this Stamkos line is about due to score a goal because they had a lot of chances. After video review, the play was offside. There's no goal. That extra effort prevented Skinner from getting much of a shot away. Here's Palat. Not a point. Leaving it. Dodson walks it. Fires! He scores! He doesn't miss. I think that actually got deflected off of somebody in front of the net. That might have changed direction off of Derek Ryan, but it's a lead for the Lightning. Around to Palat. Falk stepped in front of him. Play chase to center. And Tyler Johnson trying to beat Hannafin. Does! Gets it on goal. He scores! A hat trick for Johnson! What a play to finish off the hat trick by Tyler Johnson to make it 5 3. Not only does he get underneath him and strip him of the puck, but he also stays with it on his feet with enough balance to jackknife Hannafin, get Cam Ward down, find the puck, and put it into the empty net. Back for Falk. Six on five with Falk shooting the score! As Vasilevsky was screened out in front, looked like by Lindholm, and he got it, I think. The uh, game is now a one-goal game, 5-4. to four. Falk ahead for Stahl. Swept ahead, intercepted, Hedman stride, knocked down, that'll do it. The Lightning finish it off, a 5-4 to four win. A hat-trick for Tyler Johnson, his fourth overall, including the playoffs. And a 28-save effort by Andre Vasilevsky. The Lightning beat the Hurricanes for a seventh consecutive time here at Amelie Arena. Well, there you have it, folks. Another disappointing game. You know, a game that I felt like we needed to come in and get some points. You know, I was hoping it would go to overtime. I knew it was going to be a tough game going against the number one team in the league. But your thoughts, Zach, on the game from Tuesday? Um, well, for the fact we played a team like that really well, in fact, we didn't really give up. I know the third period with those two quick goals, five three kind of hurts a little bit, but at least we didn't, like, really roll over let them score two or three more. And the fact we just came up short, I feel like it's almost the story of the Kings. If we're not getting blown out, if we're not winning, we lose a lot of really close nail biters. It's almost like horseshoes and hand grenades is why I almost consider the Hurricanes at some point in the season because if we don't win, and like I said, if we don't win and if we don't, you know, get blown out, all the games we play is like one it's like one lot it's like one goal games and we're trying to rally back with like not that much time left and just get come just a little short. But I think overall, I mean, you can you really can't blame Cam for a lot of those goals. Uh the first one, yeah, you can kinda of blame him a little bit, but other than that, I don't I don't think Cam had a bad game. You can't really blame him. Yeah, Falk had two goals that game, but you also got to look at it, too. He had a lot of uh, defensive mistakes, a lot of mental mistakes, and and you can, and you can just tell that. like he, It was just one of those like helter-skelter nights for him. He'll be great one minute, and then the next minute you're like, what are you doing? So it's just – it was a lot of up and downs, but I think overall for us, the fact that we played the best team in the NHL like that and had them on the ropes and at one point like had it like really deadlocked, for a while, 
I'm not really – I wish we got at least got a point out of it, but I'm still happy with the fact overall that they showed up, they kept, they kept playing, they didn't quit. Um, that Tyler Johnson goal where he just, you know, made Noah sit on his butt after that hit, that was <laughs> that was brutal to watch. I mean, I don't think Noah, he was even there by the time that he did notice. Uh, TJ just knocked him right on his keister, and that was just, oh, that was brutal. Um, but like I said, overall, I don't think it was a bad game. I wish we won a one, but I'll still take it for the fact that at least we didn't quit um, overall. Uh, what do you think about it, Lee? Uh, disappointing. I, I liked our start. You know, I, we got off that really quick start. They answered about seven minutes later. We answered right back. And I thought we were playing well. Uh, they ended up with, uh, crediting that last goal to Lindholm. So Falk only ended up with one, but did get the right. primary assist on that goal. But, you know, right. there's too many defensive breakdowns. Like you said, I agree with you. Ward, you can blame the first one, but the rest of them, I mean, he really kept us in the game. He made some huge saves that kept us in this game. And I don't know if Darling has that capability. You know, we'll see that tonight. If he can keep us in a game that happens to get in a runaway. You know, it's every time we play Washington, it's always a close, somewhat high-scoring game normally. So it's going to be interesting to see if Darling can make those saves tonight. You know, with Ward get, coming in the last two games, uh, giving up, let's see, what, seven goals in the last two games. You know, Darling starting and playing well tonight could give him the nod a little bit going forward. You know, I think really with Darling going tonight, of course, we see Cam Ward tomorrow. And really whoever plays better in these two games against Washington will get the nod Sunday in Calgary. But I'm just tired of seeing – teams we go up against, guys getting hat tricks. It's getting ridiculous. Johnson almost had a fourth goal in that game as well. He almost had an empty netter that just missed barely by about two feet. So he almost ended up having a fourth goal, which ended up be, would have been two teams this week. That The past week we've played that's gotten – had a guy that's had four goals. So I like that we didn't quit. I liked our start. The second period I think could have been a little bit more better. You know, I, I really liked our power play. It was the fourth, I believe, the fourth game all season that we had a penalty-free game. We're actually the lowest in the league now in penalty minutes at 5.45 minutes and 49 seconds average. So that's one good thing, and especially coming in tonight, you know, like I said, the Capitals are going to give some penalties. Coming into tonight's game, let's switch over since uh, we got a pretty big matchup tonight. Of course, we can go back into – the playoff spot with a win tonight, uh, which will be awesome. You know, hopefully, you know, with a win tonight, we can go in the same team again tomorrow night, have a little bit easier team in Calgary Sunday. So tonight's game is going to be interesting. And let's go right into it, man. Let's let's do our keys to the game. Let's start off with the keys to the game. What are your three keys to the game tonight, Zach? I think what we really need to do today, number one, is – Put bodies on players. We need to keep the physicality. We need to keep Ovechkin out of the slot or anywhere near the goal, really. We just need to just shut him down and not let him take over the game like last time when we played against the Capitals. When, when he got on it, he killed us. And I think we really need to stay physical, physical and keep him out. And someone better pay back Orpik for that shot that he did last week and the fact that no one fought him. Someone needs to stick or pick with him, either a nice shot or body up against him and just, you know, go to the fisticuffs, fight him, do something, because it's 
that's the thing that still makes me mad, the fact that no one fought him after that, and I think that's something we need to do is play the physical game. Number two, play quick, fast starts, and we just need to score early. If we score early and keep scoring, it'll, keep, it'll get watched on their back foot, make them play a lot harder, and we, in fact, we can play more against them and make them make more mistakes. That's something we need to do. And third, special teams need to be a key. Our penalty kills are doing really well. Our power play is starting to get a little bit inconsistent again. So I think our power play really needs to step up. So I think that's another key to look at is special teams really, if we get the opportunity, we've got to capitalize because with the capitals, if you give them an inch, they will take a mile. And that's one thing we really got to make sure it doesn't happen. Uh, what are your three keys to the game, Lee? First off, you know, it sounds like a broken record a little bit, but power plays. You know, we've went two, two for four the other night. We sit currently – that actually pushed us up in the league standings. We now sit 23rd overall in the league in power play percentage of 23. You know, going up against a team that ranks 22nd in penalty kill at 79.6 in Washington, they average over 10 minutes a game in penalties. This could come down to a game where we kind of like – the game against Tampa Bay where we need our power play to step up and and put the puck in the back of the net to keep us close. Another thing, uh, my key to the game is getting to Holtby early. Holtby has been phenomenal at home since December 2nd. He's 8-0-0 since December 2nd with a 2.33 goals against average and a 9.25 save percentage. Uh, yeah, I believe they're on a 10-game winning streak at home as well, not only with Holtby be going eight no so getting the hope be early and often will be key and i think if we can get the puck in the back of the net you know give darling a chance to get settled in get some goals in front of darling before you know washington scores i think if we get two or three goals i believe that will be good for darling he'll be able to settle in a little bit he won't play as tense and i think that will help us out in the long run and my third goal is actually a magic number the magic number three, since 2005, we are 32-6 and six against Washington when we score six, when we score three goals in a game against Washington. 32-6. and six. That's an incredible record. So I think if we can get to that magic number of three, we pull this off tonight. And I think, you know, that's going to be a key, getting to that magic number. I want us to press too hard and mess anything up by trying to get to that magic number, but at the same time, you can't deny stats when you're playing that when you play that well against a team over twelve years, you gotta go with what works. So getting to that three goal mark I believe will be key in tonight's game. Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean I think that's really great for us to look at and in terms of Yeah, if we do get to that number I think is is what we really need and I agree with you there. I mean you can't deny a record like that where you're 32-6 and six against a team when we score more than three goals. So, no, I agree with you, man. I think, I think that's what we really need to do tonight, but not press too hard. Because when you press, they can, go, they can go opposite and go south real quick on us. Exactly. And let's move into our players to watch tonight. And I'll start out with you, Zach. Who is your Capitals player to watch tonight? My Capitals player to watch is, uh, like you said, Holtby. If we can get to him early, we can make him. If we get to him early, they'll really get him off his game, and they'll 
break this run he's been on. Because if we can break that and get some goals on one or two goals, that could potentially set us up for three or four. So, like you said, he's 8-0-0. He's been playing out of his mind. And I think if we really want to get a win, we've got to get to him early and make him make mistakes too, make him play tense. So that's my capital watch. Who is your capital watch tonight, Lee? My capital watch is the man that killed us last time, Alexander Ovechkin. You know, I, I made it clear in our pregame last time that we cannot let him get to the slot. We let him get to the slot. He's very, very dangerous. Running on top of the faceoff circles has one of the best shots in the league, without a doubt. So that's that, that's my player to watch. Ovechkin had two goals against us last time, including the game winner. And that's something I think we need to watch down for. Watch out for you know yeah they have guys like Backstrom that can back Ovechkin up but at the same time no one is explosive as explosive in the NHL in the offensive zone than Ovechkin so I think that's going to be a key to watch is Ovechkin can we shut him down if we shut him down I think we can win this game now let me go to my hurricane to watch tonight my hurricane to watch uh, you know he's got a bullseye on him right now and that's Scott Darling. Darling has not performed well at all this year. Has been uh, pr- he was actually named uh, I can't remember what site did a like a little preseason you know season midseason awards, and they had Scott Darling as their most disappointing player. And quite frankly, he has been our most disappointing player, and really the most disappointing player in all of NHL. You know, coming into this game with an eight eleven six record, eight ninety three save percentage, and two point nine seven goals against. I say going up against Holtby, who's Eight no in his last eight games at home, but twenty four eight no record and nine seventeen save percentage and two point six eight goals against. So this is Darling's going to be the key to watch. If he can get a lead, if the guys in front of him get a lead and he can settle in, I think he'll be all right. But we've seen it way too much this year where he gets a goal or two early on him and he kind of implodes. So hopefully that doesn't happen tonight. Darling's able to you know, kind of nail the coffin down on the Capitals tonight and pick us up that much-needed win that we need. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think Scott is definitely the one we need to watch there because are we going to get the Scott Darling that, you know, got us the win against Columbus, or are we going to see the Scott Darling we've both have been seeing all year? And like you said, when he gets scored on early, especially these soft goals, these ridiculous goals that should never even go in, he kind of just explodes and just, it just it just gets bad. So I mean, yeah, definitely would watch for him. But for me, I'm gonna have to go with Noah Hannison, our all star. And I know some people are saying that well that doesn't make any sense why would Noah Hansen get it? We're going with defenders, it should have been, you know, Slaven or Pesci because they've been playing playing out of their minds and I agree. I think I think one of those two should have went. Not sure why Hannison, but I mean hey, at least at least someone besides Falk finally got to got just finally getting to go. I kinda wish someone went back to the old system. Where you would get more guys instead of just this three on three, if we were able to get more players, because I think there should have been at least one or two, maybe three kings that should have made it. I think like Sebastian Ajo should have made it, maybe Tara Vinen, uh, definitely Slavin. If we were going with Hannafin, we should have at least gotten Slavin or something like that, or even Cam Ward. I mean, so, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to, but I digress. I think no one needs to show us why he was picked as an all star. I mean, He's been doing great this year, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's been the best defenseman we've had all season. So the first game after the All Star selection, I want to see him step up and show why he is the perennial All Star 
that he that he needs to be. So that's the guy. You know, that's the guy I'm looking at tonight. It, can Noah prove to us that he's worthy of that All Star pick? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. That. I think really, if you look at the Metropolitan and you think why didn't you know the Aho or Terrifying go? The Metropolitan's so stacked with forwards. You know, it's a tough one, and you want to pick someone from the Canes, and you look at it, yeah, I can see Slavin or Pesci, but they, with the three-on-three, I think that has a lot to do with it. And Hannafin's a uh, faster defenseman than Slavin and Pesci probably can put up, in the long run, will put up more points than both of those guys probably combined. But, you know, I was kind of scratching my head on that too. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he plays tonight like he deserves that all-star nod. And we actually got the lines for tonight, so we'll run them down before we – head off here and uh, have our post game after the show as well. But uh, from the Canes morning skate today, the lines were Aho, Stahl, Lindholm, Skinner, Rass, Teravinen, McGinn, Ryan, Williams, Nordstrom, Kruger, Joris, Slavin and Pesci, Flurry and Falk, Hannafin and Reemsyk, and of course, like we said, Darling and Nett. So I want to get, uh, before we, uh, and then I'll go ahead and run down the Capitals, but we'll go back to the Canes lines. Ovechkin, Backstrom, Smith, Pelly, Verona, Knetsoff, Wilson, Burkowski, Eller, Oshie, Stevenson, Beagle, Chieson, Jors, Carlson, Orloff, Niskanen, Orphic, and Bowie, and of course Holtby in net. But let's go back to the Canes lines. Interesting lines tonight. You know, you don't, we thought maybe Stepniak would see his debut uh, this season coming back from being injured pretty much, it seems like, the whole year. And, you know, he hadn't had much game time. You thought we might see him tonight. We'll definitely probably see him tomorrow. Uh, Flurry pairing with Falk after that hmm, disappointing game the other night. We'll see what that does. Uh, I'm pretty sure you'll actually see all of our scratches. First, you know, of course, first time in a long time we're actually healthy. But I think we actually see all scratches tomorrow in tomorrow's game. Set me at DiGiuseppe and Dahlback go in tomorrow's games. But what do you think about tonight's lines? Uh, do you see us uh, being able, you know, we mixed up the defensive pairings against Tampa Bay, and that didn't work out necessarily well, but it seems like they're back to the normal pairings tonight. Uh, what what do you expect out of this lineup tonight to get us the victory over the Capitals? Um, I'm actually kind of glad for the fact that we did go back to, you know, Slavin and Pesci because, I even was talking to you guys in the group about it before the game, and I thought it made no sense. Like, why would you break up those two? Those two have been playing, been playing well all year. Why break them up? And I think it kind of – I mean, it kind of worked for the most part, but at the same time, I, I still didn't really think that was a smart move by Peters. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of glad Stephanie gave the plan tonight, and I'm actually, actually going to be at the Capitals game tomorrow um, in Raleigh, so I'm hoping <laughs> – Cross my fingers that you know Stepniak doesn't play, and we kind of keep the lines the lines that we've been going with. Maybe do put Dahl back, and I'm fine with that. But tonight, I'm, I mean, I'm not really impartial to the lines. I think I think they're good lines, and I'm kind of glad that we're getting the uh, defensive pairings back where they should be. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I think just the only thing we got really got to look at is just our goaltender. I think that's really the only it, spot it, I'm kind of is what I'm worried about. Exactly, and I completely understood, you know, mixing up the defensive pairings against Tampa Bay. They have, they really have four number two lines. I mean, yeah, they got the number one line, of course, but every line could be a number one. Every person on their team really could be a number one or number two 
line guy in the NHL, the way they're playing right now. So I could understand, you know, switching up, having Pesci go down to the third pairing to kind of – you have your two best defensemen in your number one pairing. They can only be on the ice so much. And if you actually look at it, actually just, uh, Falk ended up with the most time on the on ice in that game due to the power plays. He had over three minutes in power play minutes. So he ended up getting the most time on ice for our defensemen. But I, I kind of liked the pairing. I understood it. I got what Peters was trying to do. You know, he's trying to put a solid defenseman on each line and to be able to counteract all four rolling lines of Tampa Bay. So I completely understood why I did it. It didn't quite work out. You know, maybe that's something they could have been able to practice more or maybe they should have done that in a couple other games to get some familiarity with the defensive pairings. But I didn't mind it at all, Ian. But looking at this line, I, these lines, I'd have liked to see Step yet draw in tonight. Um, but, of course, like I said, I think we see all three guys going tomorrow um, as fresh legs. I think it'll be good for the team. Yeah, then you figure out who's going to sit. Of course, Flurry will sit for Dahlback. But then you look at who you're going to sit on the Ford lines. And then you probably, probably sit both Nordstrom and um, yours. Unfortunately, we cannot sit down Derek Ryan because he's a center. And that wouldn't work. And neither. <laughs> Yeah, you just had me play center. Uh, but all oh, oh my gosh. I should have put him as my player to watch. I should have put him as my player to watch. Derek Derek Ryan has been god awful lately. He was a minus oh, three, the god. worst on the team oh, in that game against Tampa Bay. I, I got to because every time I just like light into him on a show, he comes out and scores a goal or has plays a great game. So I'm hoping every time, you know, maybe he listens and he gets pissed off when I say this. Or maybe Colin tells him, because we know Colin's a big fan of him. Maybe Colin goes, did you hear what Lee said about you on the show today? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He goes out there to prove me wrong. So, But, yeah, I would sit there Ryan, but I like the lines as they are, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if we do end up putting all three of those guys in the game tomorrow for fresh legs, being at a home-and-home, and then turning around and what three games in four days with us playing yeah. Sunday, and it's a early game Sunday as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what this these lines do and if we can come out with a win, you know, facing a very hot goalie at home. Can we get the pucks behind? Can we reach that magic number of three? And with that, let's get into our predictions for tonight's game. Zach, what is your prediction for tonight's game? Uh, I think it's going to be a real hard-fought game. It's going to be, you know, battle of defenses, who's going to show whose offense down more. And I think it's going to come to special teams, like you said, because we don't give up a lot of penalties, but the Capitals give up almost 10, a game, 10 minutes a game. That's almost a half period of we get a chance to do some of it. So I think it's really going to come down to what special teams do and what defense shows up and all that. I'm going to say maybe 4-2 Hurricanes with an empty netter. To make it four, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with a four-two win tonight. Get us back into the playoff spot. What's your prediction tonight, Lee? Well, let me go ahead and be a Debbie Downer. You Debbie suck. Downer. I'm worried. Well, well, where that you, where you score you're going to say you suck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you are I terrible. <laughs> I'm going to be a Debbie Downer. You suck. You suck. 
You suck, Lee. Yeah, I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer tonight. Uh, I have no faith in Darling. I'm sorry. Uh, right now, Darling has given me nothing to have faith in him. Yeah, he didn't play horrible against the Blues, but I felt like our team really played well in front of him in that game, except for some minor occurrences. But you know, it's his first game back. I want him to play well. I really do, and I don't want him to be a waste of four million dollars over the next four years each year. So. You know, I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer. Sorry, but we're going. Uh, I'm going five two, Washington. Oh my gosh, uh, five two. Washington, you gotta look at the stats, man. Washington's been phenomenal at home. We suck yeah. in Washington's building. We are not. We're not good at all in in Washington. I think we've in the whole series we've won 28 games in Washington. I think oh, we're like geez. 28 and 44 in Washington. Well, get, so well, we're well, not good in all time series. Well, and I'm they're fine. just a phenomenal team. And 5 yeah, 2, that's fine. what I got. And, and two of them being empty netters. Two of them being empty netters. Because you know we'll pull oh my the gosh. Like seven minutes to go. Oh, if Pierce, we'll if Pierce, two, so Pe- Peters will go seven Pierce. minutes to go. Come on, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It's seven minutes to go. Yeah. <laughs> He's pulling the goalie. Well, two empty That'd netters. So, so five or two. That'd I think so it's going to be close until that point. But I think they break away right in the last two minutes of the game. So I got three two up until that, but they break away with two empty netters to make it five two. Well, you know, if you're calling yourself the Debbie Downer, then I'm calling myself the Homer. Cause I'm going with a Homer pick. We hit the win, but you know what? Fine, fine. Make it five two, and maybe Scott Darling gets traded for a bag of pucks and some toothpaste at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, let's do it. Let's just get. Let's get a bag a of pucks. <laughs> oh, jeez. Some for a bag of plaques and a couple jock straps. It's always worth any more four million dollars, my ass. Of course. So now, fans, you can of course see our picks for tonight, and let's see what we got. We got me, Lee, going with five two. Zach's going four two. Kane. So we'll see. We got a post game show coming tonight. Uh, stay tuned to our Facebook. Page to get the updated time for that. I believe we between ten thirty and eleven, or maybe even earlier than that. So just check it out on the page. I know the game will end around nine thirty, nine forty five ish. So we will have an actual post game today. We will not have any shows tomorrow. We may end up doing a show, may not, but look forward to our first, another two hour show coming Sunday. We're also going to be on Facebook Live Sunday as well. We will be Facebook Living while we're actually doing our podcast. So that's going to be something to, cool to check out on Facebook Sunday uh, for our post game. We're going to have two hours. We're actually going to have a special guest, RJ Mayer, uh, for, from the Florida Caniac. He's going to be on our show Sunday as well. So we hope y'all are tuning in. You know, we, we won't do anything tomorrow, more than likely. But we'll both, we'll definitely have pregame and postgame Sunday for the game against Calgary because you know after that game we go into a long break. It seems like forever without hockey. A week without hockey. It's our bye week in the NHL, which makes no sense. But we'll get into the bye weeks and stuff in the NHL and the Olympics on our postgame show Sunday, and we'll be on Facebook Live as well. So that'll be a pretty cool new thing first for us. Uh, we may have something. You know, I'm a Try to get Zach to do something at the game tomorrow and maybe post some cool pics and stuff on the Rockin' the Carolinas page. Also, follow us on Twitter. We're on Twitter as well, Rockin' the Carolinas, and Instagram. Apple, iTunes as well, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, if you have that. We're working on getting, for all you Android listeners that listen to podcasts and don't want to necessarily use the blog talk 
site. We're working on getting on Google Play Store as well in their podcast section. And also Spotify. So that's cool things to do. But if you want to get your news first and foremost and get everything you need to know about Rockin' the Carolinas, like we said, we have that big giveaway coming up here. As soon as we hit 100 likes on Facebook, we got a autographed puck giveaway that we're going to do. So that's going to be awesome as well. So definitely go like us on Facebook. That's how you get most of our news. And as you can see lately, we've been branching out more. You know, we mainly talk hurricane stuff, but we're going to be branching out more, talking more of the NHL and our shows down the line and on the pages. So keep in track. And uh, hopefully, you know, we come back to the post game here afterwards, Zach. And uh, hopefully we'll both be happy. Yeah, I know I picked us to lose tonight. So <laughs> hopefully we'll be both happy, and uh, I look forward to getting here on the post game with you later tonight, man. And hopefully, we can uh, pull out a win. Yeah, no, me too, man. I'm excited to hopefully see who's going to win tonight. Hopefully, going to have a good post game. But yeah, I will be at the game Friday, like I said. So I will definitely be posting pictures before, uh, during. Definitely, I'll try to get I'll try to get some during the game, and I'll definitely do some uh, post games afterwards as well. And then uh, make sure do, make sure to do something with that as well. And then I'll also be at the alumni game Saturday as well. So be uh, be on the lookout for uh, pictures, too, at the alumni game. So it's, I'm really excited to do that. It'll be my first alumni game that I'll be attending. So I'm excited for that, too. Yeah, so make sure to uh, check out the Rock of the Carolinas page. You're going to be seeing a lot of uh, a lot of Canes-related pictures <laughs> at the game. So be ready for that. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And we'll also talk about the alumni game in our show Saturday and your experience at it and – how it was because I've never been myself and so it'd be uh, interesting for all the fans out there that haven't gotten a chance to go to hear a first-hand experience on how it went and how it was so hopefully until later tonight uh, check our Facebook page for our show it'll be posted between sometime in the second period or to the end of the second period our show link will be open on Facebook and Twitter so everybody can check that out. So everybody will be prepared for our post-game show tonight and where we break down tonight's hopeful victory, even though I have us losing. I'm not going to try to keep my hopes up. We haven't been too good lately. So hopefully we can turn it around and prove me wrong tonight. And until then, let's go Canes, and we'll see you all later tonight. Let's go Canes. <laughs>